0: Good morning, Bucknoters. Welcome to the Bucknotes Morning 5 here on Wednesday, January 10th, 2024. I am Dave Biddle flying solo on today's show. First of all, happy birthday to my sister, Suzanne. She turns 30 today. If you see her, you tell her it's 30. We're going to stick with that story. Huge Buckeye fan, my only sibling, and uh, happy birthday, Suzanne. Uh, She might not be listening, but my brother-in-law, Jeff, is an avid listener of the show. Another huge Buckeye fan. So pass that on to her, Jeff. Happy birthday, sis. All right, a lot to get into. Uh, I'm going to take your questions eventually. Hold off on the questions for now if if you don't mind because I'll, they'll probably get lost in the shuffle. We'll, uh, we'll take your questions later in the show. We're going to talk remaining needs in the portal for the Buckeyes, where they might turn next. They're doing a great job in the portal. Great job. We're going to talk about all of that. Um, it's D-Day for Denzel Burke. He's going to announce his intentions later today. We're going to talk about that and some of the other guys that are going to make their decisions. Before we get to that, I'm going to let you guys know about our awesome sponsor, Omaha Steaks, and a fantastic deal you guys can get. We've been talking about this. 50% off site-wide. Then you use code BUCKNUTS, and you get $30 off in addition to that. So you buy $200 worth of food for $70 if you go that route. Omaha Steaks are the world's best beef, naturally aged for the ultimate in tenderness, juiciness, and flavor. Omaha Steaks has everything you need to elevate and solve the dinner dilemma with convenient hearty gourmet meals. Every steak and every entree is flash frozen, vacuum sealed, and ready when you are. All by all, backed by their unconditional 100% money back guarantee. I personally love all their steaks, like I've been telling you guys. The, the filet mignon wrapped in bacon, their sirloins, ribeyes, T-bones, porterhouses, you name it. I love it all. I like their pork chops. I like a lot of their side dishes, like scalloped potatoes. I definitely recommend their products to you guys. Start the you start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide, plus you'll save an extra $30 when you use promo code BUCKNUTS at checkout, every purchase is backed by their unconditional money back guarantee. Head over to omahastakes.com, score 50% off site wide today, and don't forget to use code BUCKNUTS for an additional $30 off. There you go. All right, let's get into it. All right, get me a right tackle. That's what I'm starting it off with. Get me a right tackle. And, and I don't have a name for you guys. It's similar to what we were saying with before Seth McLaughlin um, transferred. It was like, find an interior lineman and find a tackle. And I, we didn't have names at the time. Um, and then Seth Mac- McLaughlin put his name in the portal and boom, that happened fast. So I don't know who it's going to be. And it might not even be somebody who's in the portal right now. It might be somebody who's entered their name in the portal already. That window closed. If you haven't, if you didn't put your name in the portal by a few days ago, um, that window is closed, but there are people in the portal, obviously, that have not not chosen a school yet. So I don't know if it's going to be someone that's currently in the portal or if he'll be in that next window, similar to what they did with Josh Simmons last year. Now, obviously, it'd be better if you get him there right away. Like McLaughlin, you get up here, you get mixed strength and conditioning program. Um, you get in, you get all the spring ball in. Simmons didn't get here till June last year. I thought Simmons actually had a pretty good year left tackle. It didn't start off that way. So get me a right tackle. They've done a bang-up job, to say the least, as you guys know, in the portal so far. I mean, look at it. I mean, already, and it's still early. I mean, we're still just January 10th. Uh, Will Howard, they got the quarterback they needed. Um, Judkins the other day, him picking the Buckeyes. How about that? Um, we'll we'll talk about what that means for Travion Henderson, if anything. Like I said, McLaughlin, transfer from Alabama, plug and play at center. I know there were some issues with snapping. First of all, I think that's correctable. Second of all, I've heard that was a lot of miscommunication. Uh, some of that was on Milrow. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, the kid started 25 games at Alabama at center. And, and now he's going to be a fifth-year senior. I'll, I'll, I'll take that all day. And I like it's under the radar. The first one that they got in the portal, um, Will Merrick, the tight end from Ohio University. This kid was good as a true freshman last year and as a sophomore this year, like didn't put up crazy stats, but over 20 receptions both years. Big guy, good blocker, 6'6", almost 260 pounds. So um, I like getting that tight end. And they're just going to – I think they're going to keep hammering away in the portal. Give me that right tackle. Give me that right tackle. That's what I want to see. All right, so we're waiting on Denzel today. I do think he's going to come back. We'll see, though. He announced it a while ago that this was going to be the day. I think he's going to come back. Never would have predicted that early in the year. I thought he was going to have a big time. Even though he struggled as a sophomore, I predicted coming in the year he was going to have a big year and he'd be a first-round pick. He had the big year. Hopefully I'm wrong about the first-round pick because that would mean uh, he comes back. I do think he'd be a late first-round pick if he left, maybe second-round at the worst. But hopefully he comes back. Man, they're going to be loaded. That secondary is going to be loaded with Lathan coming back. Um. They Maybe they'll move Sonny down to linebacker, but you could have Lathan and Malik Hartford back there as the starting safeties, have Hancock as the slot safety slash corner, Igbenosan, obviously, Burke, then you bring in Jermaine Matthews. If you need another corner, they're going to be loaded. Calvin Simpson Hunt, love it. All right, so we'll find out about Denzel. I think he's coming back. Tui Wow is the one, as we've been telling you guys, it's like, if they can get a nice NIL deal secured for him, like a, a really, really, really nice NIL deal, I, I do think JT's going to come back. But uh, we'll see about Tui Molo He's a little bit on the fence. I posted a story on Bucknuts today, just aggregating something from I read on The Athletic this morning. They did their latest mock draft. They actually had JT and Mecca as late first-round picks. had Marvin as the number three overall pick. And that was interesting because like I, I've heard Mecca is probably coming back, again, He not for sure though. JT again, again on the fence there. Just from what I heard, it depends on what kind of NIL deal Ohio State can put together. And if you're wondering, they still have till January 15th to make their call. So it's it's coming up, but it's not like it's like imminent, like in the next couple days. So we'll see about that. Travion, that's an interesting one. I thought he was not definitely coming back, but pretty. I was pretty sure he was coming back. Now with Judkins coming in, I'm not sure. Although that might not change the calculus. If you think, well, that's going to tick Travion off. Travion's always been like very blunt about the fact that he doesn't need to be the bell cow. Like He, he likes being the starter, but like he doesn't need to carry the ball 25 times a game. Um, he likes you know having a one-two punch. So as long as he still has that attitude, maybe nothing will change. That'd be perfect for Ohio State to have Travion and Judkins, that one-two punch. And as we all know, injuries are going to happen. So, you know, having basically two starters going into the year would be huge. And there's not a lot of depth there, as you guys know. Dallin Hayden's there as a scholarship. You know, G- James Peoples is coming in. I really like James Peoples. Sam Dixon. Williams is coming in, or Williams Dixon. I always get that mixed up. Um, but they, they called him a, a all-purpose back on signing day. Ohio State's coaches did. So I think he will be in the running back room, but I don't think he's going to be really a factor as a true freshman to be a big factor at tailback. But I do think James Peoples will be. I think if the, if he's need, if he's needed as a true freshman, I think James Peoples will be ready to roll. So we'll see about that. Um, Donovan Jackson, I've heard he's coming back. I said on the show Monday with Dan Rubin that Jackson is coming back. I jumped the gun a little bit there, but I do think Donovan Jackson's coming back. Um, I'd be really surprised if he left. I know he came in as a five-star, but he hasn't played at that level. I definitely want him back as a senior. Definitely. All that experience, played a decent amount as that sixth-man jumbo package as a true freshman. Now two years of starting experience under his belt at left guard. Give me a three-year starting uh, senior. That'd be good. Uh Maybe he will live up to that five-star hype as a senior. Regardless, give me a, give me that experience back. What I want to see is a right tackle come in, move Josh Fryer inside to right guard, or, you know, I mean, that doesn't mean he's locked in, though. Tegra, Shabola, um Montgomery could battle at right guard. He also could be the right tackle if they don't get a right tackle in, in the portal. Um, Tegra is a guy I really want to see step up. It's, he's going to be in his third year, 6'6", 327. Just looks straight out of central casting for an offensive lineman. Um, I hope Carson Hensman sticks around. So we'll see. There's a lot of moving parts there in the offensive line. All right, let's fire up, fire up some questions. Let's, let's get some questions. If you've already asked a question, please resubmit it because I am starting at the bottom here. Um, yeah, there's, I had about uh, fifty seven unread comments here, so I'm just I'm just now clicking on that. Um we'll start right here. John on YouTube. any news on the coaching moves? You know, nothing concrete. i I was a little surprised Perry Eliana was the first to go. I thought it might be um, Corey Dennis. Now, Corey Dennis, or definitely Parker Fleming, I thought would be the first to go. Corey Dennis might be one of those things where it's not like they don't announce he's fired because they could just not renew the contract. I think we're going to see some of that. I do think that's coming down the pike though. I do think that's, that's that's coming down the pike that we're going to see more staff changes. Perry Aliano is not going to be the only one. Dave asking for a right tackle means Zen Mahalski isn't very good. Yeah. I mean, Zen was in as well, like third year this past year. And and like, Ryan Day said himself it wasn't even a close battle between the first team and the second team. And I think Mahalski was actually passed over by true freshman Luke Montgomery. So, yeah. Mello, I thought Donovan Jackson already said that he was coming back. I've heard he's coming back, and I think that there there were reports out there that he's coming back. But one of them was a reporter – in Texas, who doesn't have a lot of followers on X. And the other one was like a fake account on X. So, but I've heard he's coming back. He just hasn't made it official yet. I mean, if Donovan Jackson did leave, I think he'd be disappointed where he would go. So, yeah. All right. Keep those, keep those questions coming. Darius on Facebook. Do I think Dallin Hayden will transfer? I don't. I don't. I, I, I do not know. I mean, I do not think so. I do not think so. Mike on Facebook, any word of Tackett Curtis? Wisconsin, he picked Wisconsin. Wants to play for a guy named Luke Fickle, who does a pretty good job with the linebackers. Robert on Facebook, what about Mickey Marotti? I think Mick's sticking around. Now, I've heard, you know, I've got a really good source who uh, does strength and conditioning at the highest of levels. I'll leave it at that who loves Mick personally, but does feel like maybe some of his methods, you know, are outdated. So, but I've also been told, listen, like Mick has taken his marching orders from Ryan day. He's doing what Ryan day wants him to do. So, um, I don't know. I'd love to say I was over there and I I was a fly on the wall. I could tell you everything. Money making Monet. Oh, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Spider Sillery on YouTube. Will Vrabel come in as a coach? No, no. By <laughs> being too succinct there, no, that's not happening. He doesn't like recruiting. He doesn't want anything to. In the, even if without the new landscape, I don't think he'd come back. But now with NIL and all, everything, Vrabel doesn't. He likes the NFL lifestyle, and he, he someone will gobble him up quickly. I won't be surprised if he. Um, replaces Belichick in New England we shall see Venice Williams my man Ohio State will need two running backs they need to yeah I agree I mean you always I mean you really need three right parent a spare especially at that position but you need two guys I agree you need two guys who you feel like are your starting running backs that's hard to do this day and age because one guy might transfer Facebook, what about Lorenzo Styles leaving with Burt coming? No, I don't think Lorenzo Styles Jr. is gonna leave. They they like coordinated all of that so he could redshirt this past year while still playing in, in four games. Um I think Lorenzo's gonna he'll come back. He's got two years left. I thought that was smart to get him out there, let him play this year, but still preserve that year because he played as a true freshman at Notre Dame as a wide receiver in 2021, didn't have a redshirt year. All right, let's keep it rolling here. Okay. Well, this is it since this is like kind of the crux of the show, what I started out with. This is a good question from Michael. Well, I just skimmed it. Maybe it's, I think it's a good question. All right, YouTube from Michael. Do we really need another offensive lineman? Maybe an upgraded offensive line coach and some brief shuffling of the offensive line. They had one of their most impressive drives against that team up north, running the ball right down their throats. Yeah, I still want to see a new right tackle coming in. I didn't think Josh Fryer played well. Um, I like Josh Fryer, though. I mean, he's a, you know, I think he's more of a guard, though. I would like to see them get a right tackle. Could they be okay? with Now they have McLaughlin if everybody sticks around. Yeah, Luke Montgomery could step up up at right tackle, you know. Um, Maybe Tegra could, even though they moved Tegra into guard this past year. I want to see another one. And, you know, even if one of those other guys does step up, competition is great, depth is great. I don't see a downside of bringing in a right tackle. I wanted them to get two. They're halfway there. Question from X. Again, still rolling a couple weeks into people from X joining the live chat. I like that. I never understood why we didn't have people from X that could uh, slash Twitter that could participate in the live chat because the show's live on Twitter, but they couldn't participate in the live chat. It was just YouTube and Facebook. Now, X has joined the fold. Thank you, Elon. Is CJ Hicks going to get some time soon? I don't know, man. I I thought coming into the year, he would. Now, next year, it's set up where he will, right? Unless they bring in somebody. I mean, Cody Simon's coming back. Gabe Powers and C.J. Hicks then are stepping up as those next two guys. Who's going to win that that other starting job? I like C.J. Hicks. There's also some talk, not from the coaches. There's been people that have speculated he could move to D-end. I don't know if they're going to do that next year. They didn't talk about that at all. So, I tend to think, you know, with both starting linebackers moving on, now is the time for C.J. Hicks as a third-year player. Yes, I'm sure you put that in there, Carl, on YouTube before I mentioned this. Can't Luke Montgomery play right tackle? Yes, he can. He's definitely in the mix. And maybe that's their plan is just to have Luke and and Fryer battle it out there. I, I sound like a broken record. I want to see a right tackle brought in. There's just no downside to me. Andy on Facebook, Fry has to be fired, right? Doesn't have to be. Maybe Ryan Day feels like he's doing a good job and or if he's not doing a great job, wants to give him at least another year. And Day and, and I've told you, I mean, you guys know this, but I've told you guys on the podcast, I mean, Day and Fry go back. They coached together at Boston College. They're boys, you know? All right, I'm going to do, trust me, I see your questions in there. Pause them for now so I can make sure I get to them let you guys know about our other sponsor. This is where the comedic portion of the show kicks off. If you know, you know. All right, let's tell you about Manscaped. Cheers to the new year from our friends at Manscaped, because your resolutions shouldn't be the only things that are well-kept. 2024 is the time for new heights, new opportunities, and a new look for your Times Square balls. Manscaped Lawn Mower 5.0 Ultra is every man's cheat code to look good, feel good, and turn the page on confidence this year. Whether you're looking to maintain a trim or go for that clean-shaven look, this trimmer has you covered. Trusted by over 10 million men worldwide, now is your time to get a grip on your grooming with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com, use code BUCKNUTS for 20% off plus free shipping. Happy New Year or Happy New Balls? Introducing the MVP of 2024, Manscaped's fifth generation lawnmower. It's not just a trimmer, it's your grooming sidekick equipped with Equipped with two skin-safe blade heads, a standard one for taking a little off the top, and a new foil blade to go smooth wherever your heart desires. It's like having a personal stylist at your fingertips or, well, wherever you need it. And did we mention it's waterproof? Because a trim in the shower is the only way to start the day. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code BUCKNUTS at manscaped.com because nothing says Happy New Year like a deal that leaves your balls and your budget feeling refreshed, <laughs> feeling refreshed, embrace a new you and definitely embrace a new trimmer courtesy of manscaped. There you go. Bam. All right. Let's get back to your questions. Thank you. Brass tax right back at you. What are, we, what are we even doing here? What are we doing? Oh, Mel Brooks' classic Spaceballs, yes, you gotta love it. You gotta love it, man. You gotta love it. All right, let's scroll back up here. If I missed any questions, fire them back my way. Dorian Brew—he's announcing it's is today his mom's birthday. That'd be interesting if his mom's birthday is the same day. I, I can't remember. You, can, one, somebody, one of you's gonna know. One of you's gonna know. He's announcing on his mom's birthday and. Bill Curlick's put a crystal ball in for Dorian Brew to be a Buckeye. To me, that's that's about 99 when when the, the dean does that. Deborah Dave pounding those white claws early is C. I I don't even I don't know what that means. <laughs> Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Frank. We're just climbing through. There you go. I knew you guys would know. 24th. I didn't think it was today. So two weeks. Two weeks from today. I knew you guys would know. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Steve. Nick on YouTube. Steve on X. D Money. I knew you guys would know. So he's going to be a Buckeye. So there you go. 24th. Look at you. Look at you guys. Like 500 of you chimed in. Jermaine, 24. Love you guys. Daniel on YouTube, how hot is Ryan's seat? Well, I mean, he's obviously not going to get fired now going into the 2024 season. Like, if he loses again to Michigan, I almost hate saying those words, games at Ohio Stadium, then, then it could be interesting. The new president gave him a, uh, you know, voice of confidence. I don't know. We'll see, man. They're getting a new AD. I tend to think he's going to be fine. I tend to think he's going to stay here for till his his son is going to be a sophomore next year. He's got three years left of high school. Starting quarterback at Columbus to sales. I've heard, you know, unless they unless Day gets canned, that he's going to stay. They love Columbus. He's going to stay here till RJ's done with school, high school. So, I think Day's got at least three years left unless twenty twenty four does not go well. But man, he is going. Balls to the wall with the transfer portal. It's not just him. It's obviously Mark Pantone, the whole whole staff. Excuse me. Um, but um, they're doing a great job and they're being aggressive. Like Judkins was one at first. I was like, are they really? Is that really a good fit? Because I heard NIL was a huge factor with him. Um, there was some other stuff. And it's like they're just, they're acquiring talent and I'm here for it. I love it. Another Vrabel question. No, Mike Vrabel's not coming here. Mike Vrabel is not coming here. He doesn't like – he likes the NFL lifestyle. He's going to get another NFL head coaching job. I have no doubt about that. Um, And um, he likes the NFL lifestyle. He wants nothing to do with coaching in college, with recruiting. He never liked recruiting anyway, now with NIL and everything. Vrabel's not coming here. Global connection on YouTube. Am I hearing anything – any leaks about the new offensive coordinator? No, I'm not. I wish I could say that I'm hearing something concrete about offensive coordinator. I like that there's a lot of smoke out there. As I've told you guys, if you haven't heard it, I'll tell you again. I'll believe it when I see it, but I'm intrigued. I believe it when I see it, meaning that Ryan Day is going to bring in an offensive coordinator from the outside and let this man sit up in the booth and call the plays. Basically what Tom Herman was for Urban Meyer. Sit up in the booth in that sterile environment. You call the plays. Obviously, Ryan Day would have a heavy input. Urban had heavy input. Is Ryan Day actually going to do that, though? I'll believe it when I see it. But I want to see it, and it sounds like there's actually a possibility. Matt on Facebook. I'm glad you brought this up. Matt on Facebook. Whatever happened to Brian Hartline taking over play calling? I never thought that that was in the cards. I thought maybe in a few years or something, but Hartline is a wide receivers coach who is the best recruiter in the country. See, was he ready to just call plays after never doing it in his life? I mean, maybe some guys are just naturally going to do that. I was never buying that. So that's, that's what happened to that. That was never going to happen is what happened to that. In my opinion, and I know they talked about it. It's a good question. I'm glad you brought it up. Frank on YouTube. Do I think Harbaugh is gone? Yes. Look for the Los Angeles Chargers to hire Jim Harbaugh. That's what I'm – I am i know. I'm not the only one hearing that. I, I heard that a couple of months ago. That was probably going to happen. Before – the guy that goes for it on fourth down all the time. Boy, they over... I used to always say coaches should go for it on fourth down more often. Like 20 years ago, I'm like, people don't go for it all, uh, as often as they should on fourth down. It's like there's almost been like an overcorrection. You got that Staley guy that got fired for the Chargers. He'd go for it on like fourth and 10 from his own 20. Um, a little overcorrection there. Doug on Facebook, heard rumors of bringing in an OC. Yeah, yeah, I know a lot of you guys, and maybe you already posted that and I didn't see it. Yeah, I mean, I'm hearing the same thing you got. I'm hearing rumors, but I'm not hearing anything concrete on a new OC. And, again, I'll believe it when I see it because that's Day's baby is calling place. <laughs> again, he'd be heavily involved. And the fact maybe he's realized he just needs to be a CEO. And obviously, again, heavily involved in everything with the offense, quarterbacks, but be a CEO. Yeah, Tim Walton. Tim Walton's turning into the Brian Hartline of cornerback coaching and recruiting. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Zach on Facebook, Tony Alford needs to stay. Yeah, I like Tony. I don't know what they're – I like Tony a lot. But Does a good job coaching. I mean, I know he's had some near misses, but, like, like think about it. Like, he got Bijan John Robinson – and then B. John Robinson's, like, family talked him out of it. I mean, he's done a good – he went down to Texas, got J.K. Dobbins. He got James Peoples. Travion was the number one running back in the country. Travion Henderson was the number one running back in the country. Tony got him. So, I, I'm i good with with, with uh, Mr. Tony Alford. Brass tax. YouTube. Do I think Jeremiah Smith starts on day one? Do I know for sure Mecca's coming back? <laughs> if Mecca comes back, it becomes close. Because, you know, I mean, I think Carnell Tate's going to start. And I think Brandon Ennis is probably going to start. And then Jeremiah would be that fourth guy. But, man, it would almost be like he would still play starter snaps. And I won't be surprised even if Mecca comes back if Jeremiah is a starter. Maybe then Brandon Ennis would be that fourth guy. Put a Mecca in the slot, have Brandon Ennis come and be that fourth guy that can play in the slot, can go outside too, or a Mecca can be in the slot and then move the outside, bring in Brandon Ennis. So yeah, I could easily see Jeremiah Smith being a starter. If not, he's gonna play a lot. My guy Brutus, 51.99. Thoughts on the Reds and Bengals 2024 seasons? Wow. Already asked me about the Bengals next year. I mean, the, the thing about the Bengals next year, um, they actually do have a lot of cap space. People are talking about the Burrow contract. That doesn't kick in really till 2025, the extension. Next year's technically, this year, 2024, is technically the last year, the fifth year of his rookie deal. So they actually have a decent amount of cap space. I think they're going to tag T. Higgins. They've got to do a good job in the draft. They've got to do a good job in free agency plugging some holes. Dax Hill, not good. I didn't, I didn't like that pick when it happened. Not because it had nothing to do with him being from Michigan. I didn't like the pick. and He had a bad year. He ra- PFF rated Dax Hill 90th out of 97 safeties in the NFL this year. 90th out of 97. By the way, guess who was 97th? Dead last. Nick Scott. Jesus. Losing Bates and Bell at the same time, not good. I knew they'd lose Bates. That was obvious. That was fait accompli. But, like, losing Von Bell was awful. And he didn't even get that much more money from the Panthers and the Bengals were offering him. Terrible. Reds, I'm intrigued. I am I think they can win the Central. Um, I feel like they're a move or two away, but at least they've been active. So, there you go. I'm intrigued by the Reds, and I like that spring is just around the corner. Some final questions here, and then we are going to – I'm actually happy for you Browns fans. Jeff on Facebook and all you guys, hats off. I got my Bengals stuff, but somebody as a a gag gift gave me a Browns hat here. There you go, Brownies. I'm not going to put it on because my Bengals fans would not like that. There you go, Browns. There you go, Browns. Browns have a shot, man. They got defense travels. You got Flacco looking like Flacco from – year he won the Super Bowl, firing that ball to Amari Cooper. So, con- congratulations, Brownies. See if you guys can win a playoff game or more. It reminds me a little bit of the Bengals a couple years ago. A little bit. You don't have Joe Burrow quarterback, but I just mean like, you know, things could fall your way. We'll put it that way. Although, I can't say for sure I'm rooting for you guys. I mean, you guys are playing C.J. Stroud. I got to root for Stroud, man. So if you beat the Texans, then I'll root for you. How about that? I got to root for my guy, C.J. Stroud. Got to root for Stroud. Darius, have I heard anything on Josh Padilla? I have not heard anything on Josh Padilla. I heard that they actually liked that he was coming along red-shirted. They thought maybe, you know, in a few years he could be a center um, for the Buckeyes. So we'll see. Maybe I shouldn't concern myself with other people's opinions. Then I don't know if that was directed at me, Rick Brick, but maybe it was. Maybe it was directed at somebody else in the chat. No idea. Karan on Facebook. When will Ryan Day let Parker Fleming go? Let my Parker go. Um. Yeah, I know it's "Let My Cameron Go" from one of the best movies ever, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Let my Cameron go. Oh, when's he going to let Parker Fleming go? As soon? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm surprised that Barry Eliana was the first one. Stroud against the Browns. Although some of the, I saw somebody made a good point here. Denzel Ward and Hickman manning that secondary for the Browns. So you got Buckeyes all over the place. Noah Brown. I don't know if Noah Brown's healthy. Noah Brown for the Texans. Obviously, C.J. Stroud. A Buckeye quarterback, though, we haven't had one of those. That's a stud in the NFL, though I still think Justin Fields is going to be a good quarterback. And now there's some smoke. The Bears are going to trade the first pick. Not for sure, but they're going to trade the first pick overall again and stick with Fields. I think they should do that. Yeah, I buy into that. That's probably a good point by Jeff. Eliana was just the first to find a different job. He, Yeah, he, he's certainly the most marketable out of the, the other guys who are promoted from within. Like, Eliano actually had a track record before coming here. He did a really good job at Cincinnati as corners coach. That's a good question, Melo. I will do that. Let's end with this. Let's end with this. Now, these guys are not going to come in and like be like, yeah, man, Alabama was – their strength and conditioning program was great, and this, so far it sucks under Mick. But it's a great question. Mello, for those that are, can't see it, he's like, Dave, can you ask Seth to compare and contrast the strength and conditioning programs of Ohio State and Bama when you get a chance, please? Yes, sir, Mello. I will do that. I think that's a great question. And even if he does kind of give a player speak answer, you know, maybe Seth is going to be one of these guys. There are certain guys on the team every year. Where as media guys, when we're talking amongst ourselves, we're like, okay, if that guy comes out, we have to have somebody with him the entire time because he likes to talk. And there's some things that he's going to say that we know are going to be like good quotes. So maybe Seth is one of those guys. I don't know. Maybe he's one of these guys that's not going to say anything. Maybe he's somewhere in between. But mellow, I will adhere to your wishes. I will ask that question. All right. I appreciate you guys. I just want I wanted to just open up the floor for questions you guys came through. Like champs, I know you. I knew you would. Thank you very much. I am Dave Biddle. Thank you for joining me on this uh, solo edition of the Bucknuts Morning 5. Dan Rubin will be with you guys again tomorrow. If you're watching on YouTube, you're not already subscribed, subscribe. It's free. Helps us out. Appreciate that. If you're watching or listening on Apple Podcasts or wherever, you can give a review. Give us a five-star review. That stuff helps. I just appreciate you guys listening, watching, participating. Um, Really appreciate you guys. Thank you. Hope everyone has a great rest of your day. And once again, happy birthday, Suzanne.